Welcome to Mouthing Off with Olivia. Hey guys, it's Olivia Caridi from The Bachelor, the girl with probably the biggest mouth you've ever seen. Off to. Bam. This is Mouthing Off with Olivia. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Mouthing Off. Olivia Caridi here with a friend of mine from New York who uh, I just have missed. And then you showed up on my Instagram and I was like, that's so cool. Lacey Mark is here. Hello. Hi. 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 Um, And yeah, it's been it's been a minute. So I have to catch up with you and then talk about everything. Um, we have a lot to discuss. So let's, let's go. You were on, uh, the bachelor with, uh, good old, uh, Nick vile. Yeah. That was interesting. Which feels like (laughs) forever ago. And then of course, bachelor in paradise, the whole shindig with, uh, Daniel McGuire, the Canadian. Um, Mm. so, so we have some, some things to discuss. Um, and you're waiting for your (laughs) delivery food. So we're going to have to. (laughs) my first edited show where you get your delivery food. Um, okay. So, so you live in New York. Um, you always lived in New York or. Yeah. So, well, I'm originally from New Jersey. Um, so for, and I'm from North Jersey. So the natural kind of like progression where I grew up is, you know, if you go to college, you go and then you go to either Hoboken or New York city. So I chose New York. I've been here since 2013. Haven't left. And uh, <laughs> I beat you to it. I left before you. <laughs> I always, I always think about it. I always think about like, what if I just like up and yeah. left and went somewhere, but I'm also like really, really spoiled that my mom only lives 20 minutes away. The best. And like, I'm such a mama's girl. I wouldn't yeah. want to give that up. I don't think. You still live on the Upper East Side? No, actually I'm in um, Midtown by the UN now. Oh, you moved. I did. Nice. I'm in a big girl apartment now by myself. You have your own apartment. It looks I nice. Do. You have it's... a nice mirror behind you. Oh, yes. This is the mirror that has not been washed. So, oh, like, yeah. It's all That's okay. <laughs> like, the, okay. So let's, okay. Let's, let's go to the beginning of getting on the show. I always love to hear people's stories of how they got on The Bachelor. Mine is absurd. I can't wait. (laughs) I can't wait. I actually applied for your season. Um, You were going to be on Benny Benny Boo Boo's season. Well, I wasn't because they didn't pick me. (laughs) That was the goal. Oh my God. Wow. Okay, wait. What? I was 24. Um, It had, I don't know if it had been announced yet that Ben was the bachelor or if it was being announced like the next week. But I wasn't trying, I wasn't actively a trying, like trying to apply to the show. Right. I wanted just the confirmation email that said that I applied to the show <laughs> because <laughs> I had a boyfriend and okay. we, were doing, we were doing long distance Boston to New York, which isn't really long distance My at sister all. is doing that right now. It's survivable. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's doable. In yeah. the grand scheme of long distance, doable. Not bad. Um, so my boyfriend and I were in a fight and instead of being an adult, because who's an adult at 24, um, (laughs) and like talking to him about what he did that upset me and like just having like an open dialogue, I was like, I'm going to apply to the bachelor to piss him off. (laughs) I don't know where I got the idea or why I thought it would be a good idea. What do you remember what you were fighting about? Like what would take you to do something like that? It was probably something really ticky tacky or like a big deal. I have no idea. Oh, that's the part of the story that we're missing is I what you were fighting have about. No idea. Oh, okay. Like I think, what was I mad at him about? So I remember I was like chatting with my coworkers about it too. I was like, I'm gonna do it. I'm so confident. I'm gonna do it. And one of my, she's still one of my best friends. One of my other coworkers was like egging me on, like girl supporting girl. She was like, yeah, do it. I support Apply. you. Apply. So, like, yeah, so wait, you just went on, I don't know, ABC.com and filled I out the basic? I literally went to ABC.com and it was like in 500, it wasn't even a real application. I don't know what I found, but it was like in 500 words or less, tell us why you want to be on the show and submit a headshot. And I was like, easy enough. So what I submitted my face. I, <laughs> I'm trying to make my something. boyfriend mad. <laughs> <laughs> I probably should have. That might have got me cast. Um <laughs> But I think I said something about like dating in New York is really hard and 
like I can't meet people. And I like I work in corporate America, so like it's just like I went off on some tangent. Attached my Facebook default because Facebook was important. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that was it. Then sent it off into the ether. Um, into the ether. <laughs> I just like just, like sent it out there into the universe, and um, not only was he not mad, he thought it was the funniest thing he had ever heard. That's so, a sign. He, he wasn't the one. No, you know, we broke up for other reasons, and uh, he's currently living with that other reason. Oh! Uh, <laughs> or yes. at least he was. I don't know. Last I heard in, like, 2016, he okay. was. It's been gone back a little yeah. bit now. Um, but so, yeah, so that was it. And then they called me um, last year for Nixie's, and they were like, are you still single, and are you interested? And I was like, it took me a minute to figure out when they were like, this is ABC calling. Cause I couldn't even remember. Oh, I remember like, that. Yeah. What I was like, wait, why would, why is ABC calling me? Like, I have no idea. Like, huh? Yeah. And they were like, you applied to the bachelor. And I was like, Oh yeah, I did. I, I did that. Now. now I remember. Um, and it kind of just took off from there and then went through all the rounds of casting and they picked me. They picked you. <laughs> they were picked were me. you at all, you know, you applied for, America's best Ben Higgins was there any part of you that was like ugh, Nick Vile really that's not my bachelor I was actually really, ex- I was actually really excited because I knew that Nick was like a self-proclaimed like weirdo okay I'm also a self-proclaimed weirdo so I was like oh this could be interesting but we then be like, weird together is yeah. your food here my food's here <laughs> oh we're gonna live listen to you getting your food here we go Hi, how are you yeah yep that's me okay. thank you what did you get? I got a burger. A burger? I did. From where? We'll give a restaurant tip to all the people. Uh, from the pub on the corner of my block. It's called the Press Box. It's like doable for like if you just want like a burger. Like delivery I burger. love that you two cannot walk to the corner of your street. That you have to order seamless. I'm already sitting down. So <laughs> I'm already home. I can't stop for, I can't I mean, stop I for a burger. I could pickup order, but like I'd rather just go home. No, there's this one Thai place on my corner. It is literally ten stops from my house, and it could take or ten steps from my house. It could take me ten minutes to get Thai, but I have to get it postmated, and that takes like forty five minutes. <laughs> there's a there's like a sick satisfaction that comes with it's like so getting bad. something delivered. It's so bad. Hashtag. Yeah. This is not an ad for delivery food. It's just. Something that we, something that but we like. Seamless. Call me if you call like, me seamless. If it. hashtag ad, I will, I will advertise for you. Um, okay, so yeah, so so you thought Nick was a weirdo. Um, you you get on the show. You ride a a camel. Um, yeah, down my the grandma thing. wasn't proud of me. That could my not. Did not you tell the producers like I want to drive ride a camel, or did they say, Hey, we have a camel. We nominate you. So more more so that I didn't want to do anything. I wanted to just get out of the limo and introduce and say myself. Hello. Yeah, that's what everyone like, wants to do. They were like, "Okay, that's good, but like, here's this idea." There's Tell a, us we have a doing. camel in our backyard, and no one Literally. has offered to ride it yet. <laughs> I think it kind of started out more as a joke to see. Like, I was like, we were we were bouncing ideas off of each other, and this was an idea that was going back and forth but again it was a joke and we were like right. yeah how can the interns pull this one off lo and behold they pulled, pulled off, off a camel in 24 hours so in 24 hours so let me off. so because i i just took the limo to the front did you did they drop you off more outside the driveway and then and then you rode the camel up so they um, cause obviously they air it like different, they air it right. different than they get filmed. So I, they had the first limo girl go in. So all the girls in the first limo went and then they cleared out the driveway entirely. Okay. And then they had me go in with the camel and then they cleared the camel out. And then the next limo came in. <laughs> were they, were they at all? Were you at all concerned about like steering the camel or getting so bucked? I was initially, but they had, um, I don't know the proper word, like the camel tamer, <laughs> like the lion tamer. <laughs> the camel tamer they was had there. The camel tamer, like guiding him, and there was actually a seat on top of the hump. So I was sitting. Um, it was more like a wooden board covered in like a tapestry. But so I had somewhere to sit, um, and I was si- I was like side saddled. 
I would be too nervous with like a gown to get off the damn thing. Well, so I changed my outfit because I knew I wasn't going to be able to right. get um, on and off the camel in an evening gown. So I ended up wearing a short dress, um, which ended up being not great because I ended up in the red dress brigade. Oh, that was the problem. Everyone if you wore the red. gown, you would have had the first impression, it, Rose. And, uh, you know, I think that would have sealed the deal. <laughs> Nick, you tell us. <laughs> um, all right, so so good old Nick, good old Nick. I mean, I feel like I talk about his season so much. You didn't you didn't make your big your big Kahuna break until Paradise, but um, yeah, you know you had your fun moments on Nick season. Yeah, and I enjoyed myself. You know what? Nick was respectful. Nick was nice. Nick was kind. Um, he just wasn't for me the same way I wasn't. For him. You Did know, you guys think, ever have like a weirdos moment together? Um, there was one, it didn't air because it was like in between. It was right after my group date. Um, and I was on the bridesmaids group date and we okay. were walking from the photo shoot to the house where we could all like change back into our regular clothes. And he was walking with us and he and I were walking together just like growing out shooting mm -hmm. the shit like talking about like dumb stuff like he was telling me about like something that happened on his mime date with andy oh. and like <laughs> i'm pretty sure i started miming because i thought that was like <laughs> that would really turn him on <laughs> yeah 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 that might have happened that was the moment I you know, mean, I got sent home that next rose ceremony so. <laughs> and you just got you just got sent home at a rose ceremony you, didn't, you weren't I can't even honestly that feels like so long ago yeah I got sent home at a rose ceremony so that's a that's probably the best way to go honestly yeah and you know what good on him for realizing sooner rather than later that we weren't meant to be because you know I think it would have sucked to have been there round after round after round and yeah. then get sent home versus getting sent home in the beginning when it's just a right. little easier as I'm decorating my first big girl apartment on my own, I'm thinking more than ever about what I'm putting in my home. So that's why I use Grove. Grove believes a healthy, beautiful home should be accessible to everyone, which is why they make it so easy to get products that I feel great about using around my home or my guests. Plus, it's all shopping online, which is my favorite. Every product that Grove has sent over to its one million families across the country has been rigorously tested for health, effectiveness, and environmental impact. Grove brings sustainability, safety, and transparency to an industry that's pretty much dominated by products with harmful chemicals and toxins. They have all my favorite brands, Mrs. Myers, Seventh Generation, Burt's Bees, my hand soap and sanitizer, Burt's Bees, my my laundry detergent and my toilet paper is seventh generation and you guys I love the toilet paper so much that I bring it with me on all my hikes just in case it's all about convenience for me and that's why I love Grove you can customize auto shipments delivered to your door pause and cancel at any time plus they send reminders so you never run out of your products that you use every single day I want you guys to find out how committed Grove is to its customers. With a 100% happiness guarantee and free shipping, it's so easy to discover amazing and affordable natural home and personal care products, and you can have the confidence that you're supporting a safer environment for your family. Right now, my listeners can try Grove, get a two-month VIP membership and a bonus gift by going to grove.co slash Olivia. That's grove.co slash Olivia, Grove.com. Get yourself a two-month VIP membership and a bonus gift right now. Oh, here's a question I always ask everyone. Did you have a feeling it was going to be Vanessa? I spent so little time with Vanessa. Given Okay, so I was there for a really short amount of time. Right. I think all in all, I was only there for two weeks. Yeah. Um, so most of my time was spent with my roommates. And my roommates were Sarah Vandal, Astrid, Elizabeth Whitelaw, um, and Corinne. Oh, so like I ended up like just spending a lot of time mostly with my roommates and some girls around the house. Cause like I wasn't on a one-on-one -on -one date or okay. anything. So I didn't spend that much time with Vanessa. Did you so travel really at all? Long. I can't remember. Did you travel? No. <laughs> it's okay. That's when I started realizing that Ben was going to pick Lauren was when we started traveling, like our first yeah. destination. So maybe by then you would have been like, Ooh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I probably would have been able to figure it out 
if I was spent more time there. I wonder what would have happened if you had been on Ben's season. I know, right? Like, I, I don't know. What could I have been different? I freak him out so much because <laughs> I feel like Ben seems, and correct me if I'm wrong, because like I've only spoken to him like once when I did his podcast. Yeah. But he strikes me as very like calm, cool, and collected. He's very calm, but he has a very goofy side to him. Like he's yeah. very giggly. He loves to laugh. Um, but he presents himself publicly like very calm, cool, like politically correct kind of thing. Yeah, like but he's I very goofy think, when he's I with think people. I like, <laughs> yeah. I think I would have scared the crap out of him. I mean, I, like, I did too. <laughs> I did scare the crap out of him. So it's fine. I just oh, what would that have been like? That's so cool. Um, okay, so then so you get sent home, whatever, Nick, blah blah blah. Then you get asked to do paradise, right? Yeah. So I got approached for paradise. Um, and I had actually already been involved with Daniel at that point. And, um, I was going back and forth with producers and I was like, well, I was like, I obviously want to do paradise, but I kind of have this thing going with Daniel McGuire. And they were like, Oh, like, Ooh, the tea. Tell I us like that. On. And I was like, okay, like I have nothing to lose. So I filled them in. I told them what was going on. And they were like, well, what if he, you know, because they can't tell you, they always phrase it as like a hypothetical. He's like, what if he was also being considered for casting? And I was like, oh, so you guys already knew about this. You were just waiting for me to confirm it. And you're going to put us both in paradise. Well, when you say <laughs> when you say involved, you and Daniel, um, how what does that mean? So it's an interesting backstory, which he likes to tell his own way. Of but like, course. Read receipts, don't lie. Uh, <laughs> I have the receipts. Receipts uh, don't lie, but Daniel McGuire does. Oh, you may. Uh, <laughs> I'm just like turning off Big Bang Theory. Oh, that's okay. Um, so we met um, We met at Vinny's birthday party, which was, I think, the same night I met you, too. I was there. Um, I remember that. Yeah. yeah. I think it was the first night I met, I met you, Izzy, Kayla. Yep. Leah I remember that. Second, yep. And then Vinny and Daniel. Um, <gasps> I remember that. I went home with Daniel that night. <laughs> I, re- I know you did. Yeah. That was the night. That was the night. Okay. By the way, <laughs> I'm going to preface this. I do know a couple things about you guys, but not enough to like, I'm educating myself in this podcast. <laughs> I know a couple things. I was there the night that you, and I remember you guys were sitting against the window and basically talking the entire time. Yeah. I'm not making it up. And then you guys no, went home together. It was, we really hit it off. It was, it was really great. It was not the Daniel I expected. I was expecting like, and this might upset some people, but whatever. I was expecting like this big, dumb Canadian guy. Yeah. Because that's like, that's what he portrayed himself as he on. Portrayed himself yeah, as. yeah. On season, he was the guy that like got naked, jumped in the pool. Like that's who he was, and that's what I was expecting. Yeah. And I got to talking to him, and we started talking. Like he got, we got very comfortable very quickly. Which, no idea why, but I mean, <laughs> when, it, when it works, it works. So we got to talking about like family and friends, and he was telling me about like you know he went where he went to college and everything like a normal conversation that you would have with someone you met at a bar. Mm-hmm. I did go home with him that night, um, but I can confirm that nothing happened. Nothing all happened. We did, there we go. All we did was make out. Great. Just like first base, <laughs> that's fine. Whatever. It was like maybe a little second base. Okay, like, no shame was... in the first and half second base game. <laughs> it was very PG for the most part. <laughs> uh, so that was what? October. Yeah, that yeah. was October. Um, and then he like went back to Canada. And we would text every now and then, but not like really regularly mm-hmm. until January. January... It's, it's like a really ridiculous story. So like, bear with me. Yeah. Um, but January, he friended me on Facebook. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, right. <laughs> and that's when we started like picking, picking up. I was seeing someone, um, not like exclusively or anything, but I was seeing someone when he and I started talking. So to me, in my eyes, it was just friendly. I'm sure okay. in his eyes it was too. Um, conveniently as the, chatting started to pick up i stopped seeing said significant other okay um or lack thereof whatever yeah um, <laughs> <laughs> i wouldn't call him that 
Yeah, I wouldn't either. <laughs> Call them a lot of other things, though. Yeah. Uh, so we, like, really started ramping up our conversations, like, in a um, more than friends type of way. Okay. In a, like, would you come to Canada to see me kind of way, and in a would you come to New York and spend a weekend with me kind of way. Okay. Um, and it picked up hard and fast. It was talking every single second of every single day. I knew that, like, if I woke up three hours from now, I would hear from Daniel because he's three hours behind. Like, clockwork. It was very, okay. very consistent. He was a very, very good communicator. Got to give him credit where it's due. He was always in contact with me. I never had to wonder, like, where he was or hmm. what he was doing. He was, like, we were always on the phone with each other some way, somehow. Oh, okay. Which and this is before Paradise. This is before Paradise. Okay. This is also, he will tell this part of the story differently as well. But oh, again, we just, just don't lie. So. <laughs> so convenient. So we've always toyed around with each other, um, the idea of dating. Okay. And this is still all before Paradise. Um, what it would mean, what each one of us would have to do, where he, where we would live, because he's not a U.S. citizen. Right. Um, so you all, guys talked about, like, moving and stuff. We did. And we actually talked about it on camera, too, but it didn't air. We had okay. a very serious conversation about meeting with immigration lawyers so that he could move to Miami. That way, he would be near um, Vinny, his pride and joy. His lover. Um, right. Shout out. Love you, Vin. Oh, man. Um, but it was kind of like a compromise because I wanted to be on the East Coast because my family is on the East Coast. And right. he wanted to be somewhere warm. So that was kind of where the idea of Miami was born out of. Um and we did have that conversation on camera. It just, again, okay. didn't didn't make it to the final cut. Didn't get the cut. Of course not. Yeah. Do the important things ever get the final no, cut? No, never. <laughs> Those things that actually tell the story accurately, no. Yeah. Um, I mean, so, again, before Paradise, we were, like, really talking about all this stuff that would go into it. Because it is a big commitment with, you know, him. For, forget long distance. He's not a U.S. citizen. There's, so there's more that went into it than just like, oh, you move here, I move here, and we try to right. make it work. Oh, my. Um, so all these conversations did happen. Um, we did also talk about getting engaged and what that would be like um, if it was something we chose to do in paradise. Mind you, mind you, I remember you guys having that conversation. Yep. Because I remember, I remember you were going to paradise and you were already, you were like, okay, yeah, we've talked about engagements. And I'm like, and I know Dan, I know Daniel in a different way where I was like, I don't, I would never, does Daniel even know what an engagement is? <laughs> like, does he know what that is? Cause I just know him like, differently. But that's kind of what upsets me a little bit to like on behalf of him is that he holds himself back from showing that part of himself on camera because right. he thinks he can be more successful by doing all of these other by things and like fall and like yeah maybe that'll bring him like the instagram ads and stuff but like that part of his personality again credit where it's due is actually really beautiful he's not an awful human being he's and like he's no. really not i and enjoy I him he just like, like what he knows and I have been on several shows with him. Like he knows what it takes to get people to be like, <gasps> Daniel, wow. You know, he yeah. knows how to play his cards. Right. Which is 100%. why I think I was just always nervous. Cause I was like, this guy is a master at television. Yeah. And, it's and that's just... where I thought like we might've had a chance was that a lot of our getting to know each other was not on television. Yeah. So, it's so I understand so like it. I did actually get to see like this man who like loves his father and his father passed away last year yeah. and that must have been really hard for him and like adores his mother and has sisters and cares about his sisters and like that's the side of Daniel that like I fell in love with that nobody ever gets to see. No one sees it because he doesn't. Yeah, because he doesn't. He, he doesn't share it. When it comes to beauty products to improve my skin, let's just say I've tried. A lot of them. Some of them haven't worked at all. They've even made my skin worse or they worked for just a little bit and then they plateaued. 
I'm always down to try new things. So when Folane was recommended to me, I had to try it. Folane is a clean beauty retailer that believes no one should compromise their health for beauty. They've taken a stand against toxins and personal care products, making theirs the safest and the most effective. Let me explain clean beauty. So in the U.S., the personal care industry is largely unregulated, meaning there's no government task force inspecting ingredients that go into our beauty products. So yes, ew, toxic ingredients are running through our bodies, some that are linked to serious health issues. Toxic has been our only choice until now, but clean beauty is better and healthier, full of real toxin-free ingredients that really do work. And as far as clean beauty, Folane is the best. To be Folane approved, a product has to pass a five-step approval process. There's no compromises allowed here. So when I got my clean essentials kit in the mail, I knew it was 100% non-toxic, vegan, cruelty-free, and suitable for all skin types. The best part is no skin plateau, no skin getting worse, just really clear, healthy skin. So in my pack, after taking the skincare quiz, an OC Ocean Cleanser, Indie Lee COQ10 Toner, Ursa Major Golden Hour, and Folane Refillable Soap, that is what I got. My favorite, the toner, which makes my skin feel so rejuvenated after these long, sweaty workouts. So for only $22, that's over 50% off, by the way, you can try the Clean Essentials Kit today. So go to F-O-L-L-A-I-N.com, Folane.com slash Olivia to try the kit. You can enter Olivia at checkout for free shipping. That's Folane.com slash Olivia F-O-L-L-A-I-N dot com slash Olivia. Enter Olivia at checkout to get the clean essentials kit for only $22 and free shipping. What a deal. Okay, so I'm trying. You go on the show. I knew you were leaving. I knew you thought he was coming on because the producers said and maybe he said I'm coming on. Um, well, he, he confirmed it. The producers are obviously not allowed they, to, to yeah. like, tell So he said he was going on. <laughs> did you, did you anticipate that you would kind of be waiting for him for a few days? Cause you ended up, you got on the show, then your grandfather passed yeah. and you left. Did you come back because you were like, I hadn't seen Daniel yet? Actually, yes. That's exactly why I came back. <laughs> I was kind of like toying. So I got to Paradise, and I obviously had this whole thing with Daniel going, mm. but I didn't know when he would be arriving. Right. He didn't know when he would be arriving. I left before his flight got booked. So, and, you know, they take our phones. So I, I couldn't contact him. Right. I had no way of finding out when or if he was coming. Mm -hmm. The first day... I made out with Iggy on the beach. Oh, Iggy. And I, I'm pretty sure the first day, that's just how we were all shaking hands. <laughs> just sticking your tongues down each other's throats. Like, everyone was making out with everyone. Like, it, it did happen. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> um, and then literally 24 hours later, I had to go because I got the news about my grandfather. Yeah. And um, the production staff was actually, like, I have a lot of respect for how they handled this situation with me, they were like, listen, this doesn't mean you don't get to come back. Like we have a spot here for you. When you feel you're ready, you let us know and we'll, we'll book your flight back to Mexico. Um, they got me on the first flight home, which ended up, it took me 14 hours to get oh. home from Mexico that day because oh. of like delays, like canceled flights. Yeah. I was like, I, I got stuck in Atlanta for eight hours alone. And like, I went home straight off the beach i hadn't showered like i had been crying all day oh. i was on the phone with my sister in the middle of the atlanta airport and i'm like my flight is delayed for well, six hours i just want to like, get home like should i rent a car like what do i do <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah but i finally stressful. made it home and i was in touch with um the staff the entire time um keeping in touch on just like how i was feeling if i felt like i was ready to come back this was also during shutdown as well um, so eventually, you know, everybody was sent home and everybody had their phones back. What actually was really sad was that only two people checked in on me from the Paradise cast, um, to see like if I was okay, how I was doing, like how's my family. Um, it was, it was only actually three people. So it was Derek, Nick B and Demario who reached out to check on me and see how I was doing. And I was like, wow. 
no Thanks, friends. No, but no one else reached out. None of the girls. Farewell, like, friends, it like, man. It, it was a little sad. Yeah. Um, but I was keeping in touch with staff, and they were like, do you feel like you want to come back? Like, talk, talk to us about this. And I was like, I want to come back if Daniel's coming back. And they obviously couldn't either confirm nor deny, so they were just like, okay, you should come back. <laughs> AKA. They were like, you should come back. Yeah. I, was like, I was like, all right, book my ticket. Um, I came back. It was really awkward for me when I got back because everybody had done the whole shutdown thing together. Yeah. Um, so I was really, truly an outsider and there were some specific individuals who we made nameless. <laughs> we should name them. <laughs> no, I can't. He's like totally loose cannon. Damn it. Um, <laughs> he, okay. Oh shit. Who <laughs> <laughs> uh, made it a specific point to let me know that like I was not part of the family bond that they had all built. So I got down there, and while it may have looked on camera like I was crying over Diggy or crying over Iggy or crying over whatever, I was crying because my grandfather had just passed away, which yeah. was very, very hard for my family. And I was completely alone. I didn't have anyone there, like, really having my back. Yeah. So it was really, really hard, actually, until Daniel arrived, which is, I think, why I, like, catapulted on him. When you, you were like, ah! walked in i was like oh thank god (laughs) finally it's all been worth it now chris harrison was like oh now we have to shoot that scene again (laughs) you just like jumped his bones i did i literally like jumped jumped on him the second he walked into paradise nothing wrong with that nothing that's not the usual reaction that they get from people who are supposed to be quote-unquote strangers but yeah uh, i think they knew they couldn't pull off the whole like me and Daniel being strangers thing because I think people would have picked up on it. Plus everybody there already knew like when I like run up, ran up to Daniel and like attacked him. Like I got a round of applause. (laughs) (laughs) It was beautiful. It was was a really cool moment. (laughs) Yeah. So, so he gets there, um, right away. You guys start, I don't know. What do you call it when you're there? Not dating, but I, I mean, I guess that's kind of what you could call it because we knew right away if we were both there that we weren't going to be dating other people. Yeah. Um, so he got a date card the next day. Um, and like, I knew he was going to ask me on the date. He was trying to make it seem like he wasn't maybe because he had to for I whatever reason. I would have beaten reason. him if he. But, uh, I would have. Yeah. Him. <laughs> would Dude, have come on. <laughs> come on. Um, but so he asked me on the date and we went, we got our, um, a wrestling date, which mm-hmm. I'm sure was great for him because he's super active, and I was like a geezer in the corner, like I'm not like, being able this. to breathe. Yeah, I hate this. <laughs> it was such such an active date. Yeah. I like, I mean, Daniel, like we knew each other. Like yeah. he knew that that's like not my thing. I was doing my best. Um, I think at the end, it's funny because so like Mexican wrestling, half of it is theatrical. It's not real wrestling, so they were training us on what to do uh, for when we were in the ring. And we finally got in the ring for the actual show, and I completely forgot everything they said to do. I, I would too. I would. I, I blacked out any time there was like any yeah. sort of actually. Okay, here you go. I'm like, I blacked out all the yeah. time. I literally oh, started show. running in circles. Yeah. I didn't know what to do. I just started running laps around the ring. <laughs> I would too. Oh, just gonna boop boop. But it wasn't like a like a sexy no. date. We were in this like this this wrestling arena we were in was not air conditioned and we were doing like straight up tumbling and calisthenics so i was like Not that we were sweating i'd be like it oh i'll just watch you from here from the corner you look great yeah. sweetie um, like thank god like i'm like thank god daniel's already seen me like out at a bar cute because right. this is not a situation not cute. but plus not like paradise you're sweating there's like crabs everywhere like yeah. not your best look probably well, you're yeah, in a you swimsuit the whole time. I think at, at Playa Escondida, I was able to keep it together for the most you, part. You felt I like mean, you had it together. I kind of just let my Jufro <laughs> just go. Fry, like fly and just uh, went with it. I love it. You but... don't have a Jufro. It's like very right now, pretty. Do you, yeah, it's very pretty. With all the options out there, how can you decide what meal delivery service is right for you? I know it's tough to choose, so I'm here to endorse my meal service, 
Home Chef. Home Chef offers 16 different delicious meal options each week from steak to chicken, seafood, vegetarian, and you can mix and match those based on your preferences. Once you join, it's as simple as selecting your meals and customizing your delivery dates. That's that's it. Your box will arrive at your doorstep each week with recipe cards and fresh pre-portioned ingredients. And then viola, which I think I said wrong last week. You have a home-cooked meal in about 30 minutes. Plus, if you uh, really don't have time, there's a five-minute lunch option for you. I've told you before, I'm not a great cook, and I have no idea what to get when I go to the grocery store. But I've been really trying to eat at home more to make my gut feel healthier and to help my budget. With Home Chef, I'm not intimidated. I can make flavorful meals in 30 minutes, much less time than other meal delivery services that I've tried. My tummy feels so good after I eat them, and I have so much fun cooking, which has never been the case for me. I made grilled chicken with potatoes and green beans the other night, posted the whole process on Instagram, and it was so great. I actually made it again from memory, which made me feel even cooler. It took half the time other services have taken. The directions were precise. They didn't expect me to be a, I don't know, a pro or anything. Home Chef is supportive of my amateur cooking ways, and they taught me in the most basic yet awesome instructional way. It was so good that I'm just keeping all the recipes. I'm going to make fish tacos and all these fun things. And I want you to, you know? So go to homechef.com slash Olivia. You'll get $30 off your first order. That's homechef.com slash Olivia for $30 off your first order. Once again, have the fun for cooking like I did. It was homechef.com slash Olivia. So here's here's the deal. Um, I just... You like retweeted an article that you did recently where you were basically like, I regret that I just kind of went balls to the wall for him the whole time. Um, and we'll get into that, but you know, you said that he faked his feelings for you. Yeah. He kind of admitted it. So it's kind of hard to lose your way out of that one. Right. (laughs) You like get caught on camera. Right. (laughs) So, so let's, let's go to the things that, I'm guilty of maybe some red flags that you ignored. So uh, I would say before paradise, there was nothing that I could actively pick up on that I could classify as a red flag. Okay. During paradise, he would only have like certain types of conversations with me. If there was a camera on us, he would only act a certain way. If like, specific people were around us like Mm. little things like that that I obviously didn't notice at the time that after everything went down like knowing everything that I own now that I was able to pick up on um but everything before paradise it's like fine I don't know dude to this day I can't figure it out either he's like that insane of a, a liar that maybe he even started to believe his own lies that it just it's impossible to pinpoint anything from beforehand. How do I, how do I put that? that? Okay. So, so let's, he, let's go to the fantasy suite, which, you know, we have the clip of you saying I'm falling in love with, or I'm in love with you. And he said, I'm falling in love with you. Um, Mm -hmm. First of all, uh, no, this is a question I've always asked. Do you think they're different? I'm in love with you and I'm falling in love with you. Like, do you think him said, cause he has said, I, I was trying to tell her that like I had feelings for her, but not that love kind of feeling. So and that's all he had to say <laughs> in that respect. You know, do you think I'm saying I'm falling in love with you is, would you con- construe that as like a friend thing or like a, I have feelings for you thing? I think I'm falling in love with you means exactly I'm falling in love with you and doesn't mean anything else. And sometimes when you get caught up in the heat of the moment, it's possible to say things you don't mean. And that's completely understandable. It happens to the best of us. Mm -hmm. Um, But that unfortunately wasn't even what this was. This was camera in the face. I'm going to say what America wants me to say. Mm -hmm. And you know, the second he said it, I felt in my bones that something like was not right. So you didn't feel like in that moment that was an honest kind of expression. No, it felt rehearsed and it felt like not words that Daniel would use. Okay. Um, because at that point I did know him so well. 
I don't so, see him saying that either. Yeah, for him, he would phrase it as like he'd be like he'd be, he'd be <laughs> like he'd be like you're gonna be mine. Yeah, exactly. Something something like. Possessive. Or like you're you're gonna be my girl, and we're gonna we're gonna do this, and you're gonna be my girl. Yeah, it's like something more along the lines of what he would have said, versus this like poetically beautiful yeah. like I'm falling for you, and I never thought it would happen, or something that like, like that. someone probably wrote for him. Oh, uh, <laughs> so then yeah, so then we see the clip where what he go he's talking to a producer, and he says I wouldn't even make her my girlfriend on Facebook, which like dude, yeah. fucking nobody does that anymore. Who does that? Either I'm way, if I'm being honest. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like so into that like are you <laughs> oh god yeah I my first boyfriend we did do the Facebook thing and I yeah. remember it was like such a conversation it was like so who's gonna do the <laughs> which is so stupid <laughs> oh but not stupid because you like it so it's not stupid I, you, um, know, you know what I like a lot of stupid things like Daniel McGuire so it's fine it's fine <laughs> I yeah I I can't judge you we all like people that don't make sense sometimes yeah. um but you know you you always go back to the fantasy suite he clearly made you feel like you know he wasn't gonna just break it off with you afterwards yeah so actually after we filmed that scene um the fantasy suites you know you do get alone time right they break down the set all the cameras everything are gone right so we were finally finally fully alone for our first time ever in mm-hmm. mexico and I flat out just asked him because mm. I mean, again, we were comfortable with each other. He's a good communicator. He usually has like very open communication. He'll say whatever he's thinking, whether you asked yep. for it or not. True. Um, so I asked him, I was literally just like, that didn't feel like something you said. It feels like something someone told you to say. So like, let's talk about this. <gasps> so you said that. Yeah. I this like was right, that. Right after we filmed that scene, I was like, it just doesn't feel like you meant it like did, mm. did you mean it and he was like well like no I was like so did you say it because there was a camera in your face and he was like well I guess and it was just like we had this like weird back and forth and to me again I'm very I was very ripe in this world too because yeah. I was only on my season of Bachelor for so such a short amount of time so Paradise right. was really like my your first big time on the show yeah yeah, so I rationalized it because that's what you do when you love someone. You rationalize their bad behavior. Mm. So I rationalized it. I was like, you know what? He got caught up. Maybe maybe someone told him to say something and he said it and he didn't mean it. Like, it happens. We're here right now. Let's just figure out what our next steps are and mm. take it from there. So we decided that we were going to leave Mexico as a couple and we were not going to see other people and we were going to see what happens okay pretty much um it was a disaster it was a complete disaster Mm. um daniel is still that great communicator still texting me calling me facetiming me whenever i wanted to right when i didn't want to he was like he was like hey he was like hey like how's your day what's up like he's he's really really good at that again brownie points where they're due there you go um but it was just a series of back and forth where, like, I'd be like, come to New York, and he would put it off. And then he'd say, no, you come to Vancouver. And I'd be like, I I can't. Like, flights were, like, $900 because Vancouver yeah. and New York is, like, not close. So there was a lot of, like, how do we afford to do this? Because we weren't working at the time. Right. We were on the show. So we were like, the flights are expensive. How are we going to work this out? And then we were still talking about, like, big picture. We obviously didn't get engaged. But he told me that he was meeting with lawyers to talk about immigration, um, to figure all this stuff out, that he was toying around with going to L.A. instead of Miami. And I was still okay with it because I was like, at least it's America. Yeah. Um, So that'll at least take away one obstacle. Yeah. Um, A lot of this back and forth. And it was a lot of argumentative back and forth on both ends. We just were not – it just wasn't working. He did end up coming to New York – for Vinny, not for me. Oh, um, <laughs> sounds about right. Uh, um, and I did get to see him um, for like an hour. Uh, <laughs> I wish I was kidding. Uh, that's not true. I saw him on a Friday night um, out at one of Vinny's events, and then he got brunch with me Saturday morning. So I saw him twice. 
But you can't um, like talk at a party. Right. On so Friday. we didn't get anything accomplished on Friday night except for just like hanging out with each other. Yeah. Which was fine. We always have a good time with each other. Um, but Saturday when we went to brunch, we were like, What how how are we gonna do this? And he was trying to at least make it as a couple until we filmed the live after show finale. Mm. Um, I guess that was the threshold he was waiting for. But I was like, I can't do this anymore. I was like, I'm I'm insecure. I you don't make me feel like like you wanna be with me. You kind of make this seem like more of a chore than anything else, besides the fact that I would like see him texting other girls. Ugh. Um yeah. So I was just like I I'm not built, I don't think, to be to, to want to want the same things you want. Yeah. You want to be with me, but you also want to live your life. And I want someone who wants to live their life with me. Right. And there's yeah. and there's a huge difference in that. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I had looked past all the like I love you bullshit and I had looked past the which later came out that he wasn't actually meeting with immigration lawyers to talk about moving. He was just telling me that he was so all this came out and I was still okay with it until, until we go to film the live finale and that footage of him talking to whatever producer it was where he's like, I wouldn't even make her my girlfriend on Facebook aired. I did not know that that existed. You had I, no idea. I had no idea that this was a conversation that was had with people other than me. So in the moment when you're sitting up there on the couch with him was the first time you saw that footage. Yeah, the very first time. Hence why I you were like, that. okay, bitch. And that's when I was like, oh, wow. Hell no. Hell no. <laughs> but that is like, you responded so well in that moment. And it must have been, it must have felt really good when I would say a majority of the people were like, go lazy. It felt good, but it was also like so. It, it was really heartbreaking. You know, I had put everything that I had into Daniel. I, my feelings were real. Obviously his were not, but like to put yourself and all your energy and all of your focus into a person yeah. just to have a blow up in your face yeah, publicly. It was just, it was really, really hard. I like didn't want to like see anyone or date for like a few months after that. It's, I mean, that would break my heart knowing that like, someone that you really cared about was telling you all of these things and then to see what they're really made of. Um, you know, and it sucks, especially I knew that obviously the producers aren't going to be like, Oh, there's, this, there's something that's going to come out tonight. That's going to really upset you. You know, you're just going to watch it yeah, live that never <laughs> and you're going to watch it live and it's going to be raw, whatever reaction you get, which is of course what they want from you. But it's like, that would absolutely like shatter me. To, to watch that. It was that. really heartbreaking. I went back to my hotel room and cried on the phone to my mom for like three hours straight. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, I got my day in court. Like I got to. Yeah. Which you Daniel did. And all that, which I'm glad I stood up for myself. But mm-hmm. at the same time, like I just had my heart ripped into a million pieces. Yeah, no, I, I was rooting for you big time. Um, <laughs> I mean, that was the hard thing was like, I want, like, I obviously believed you and I, I was like, you obviously have a different relationship with Daniel than I do. Um, but I just don't want to see you hurt. And I just don't know if I see him being someone who's capable of having like authentic emotional feelings for someone, you know? Yeah. And he was, you know, like one of my best friends. I spoke to him every second of the day. Um, so that was really hard too. It's like, yeah, I'm losing like my boyfriend, but I'm also losing my best friend too. And then, you know, he did a series of interviews afterwards, like accusing me of like ruining his character and like all this type of stuff. And I'm like, the only person who can do that is you with your own actions. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, it it took me a while to like be okay talking about this. Like, I remember I met you and Lexi for drinks in the city, like shortly after this was all going down. And I like couldn't even talk about it because I I could, you were visibly upset. And that's what you know, like I'm such a, we've, I just feel like you're such a great girl and like so many great, (laughs) beautiful, awesome people that I know just keep getting like hammered by, you know, guys who, and that sucks. And that it's, it's never fun to see, but I think you handled it like a champ and you you know, you didn't, you didn't retaliate. You didn't post, you know, petty things. Um, but yeah, it sucked. Cause I was always like, I just don't know. 
<laughs> if he can do the relationship thing. But I but don't, you're not the only you know, one who had that doubt either. I know. But. I know I wasn't, but I just, I don't know. I had, I had done no, so many no. like TV appearances with him before where yeah. I, I like his gig is, or his little shtick that he does is great and it works for him. But like, there's no care for other people. It's just him. Yeah. And that's why I was like, Oh, maybe he can have the emotional capacity to care for someone else, but I would hate yeah. for you to get hurt in the process, you know? It was totally feasible in that, like, because, like, the majority of, like, us learning about each other was off camera. Yeah. And not right. even exactly. while neither one of us were cast on a show. There was no incentive. Neither yeah. one of us were cast for Paradise yet. Right. Um, I didn't, I, like, I didn't even know he was in talks for it. He didn't know I was in talks for it, like, until we shared it with each other. Like, it was n- nothing, right. like, again, no incentive for either of us to be doing something like this. Ugh. Um brutal if there's two things i love in this world it's wine and subscription boxes that's why bright sellers is the best thing that has ever happened to me bright sellers is a monthly subscription box that sends you wines that are matched to your taste they have this fun quiz that asks you about your go-to drink at the bar what kind of chocolate you like some questions like that and then they make a taste profile for you and show you wines that match your profile it's nice because you get to try all the wines that you've never heard of or you wouldn't even know to pick up at the store but you know that you'll already like them because they're matched to your profile you don't need any prior wine knowledge to find your matches just answer a few questions and they do the rest for you and they deliver your wines right to your door bright sellers loves educating their members about wine also each shipment comes with a little insert that gives you cool wine tips so my last shipment came with one that talked about quick ways to cool your wine down if you forget to put your whites in the fridge which i consistently forget to do they also have a team of wine concierges that are so friendly and educated in all things wine to help you with anything you would ever need. Everything the Bright Sellers does is centered around their customers and they're offering 60% off your first month to prove it to you. 60% off. So go to brightsellers.com slash mouthing off for 60% off. That's bright like the light bulb and sellers like a wine seller.com slash mouthing off for 50% off www.brightsellers.com slash mouthing off. Did you have a boyfriend recently? I did. Yes. Is Um, that? We're not together anymore. It was, it was short lived. It was like four months. Um, wonderful guy treated me like a queen, but just not the guy. for me. Not the guy. That's okay. Not the guy for me. Very, very nice though. Like probably one of the nicest guys I've ever dated. So are you on, um, or what you're Jewish? Are you on like Jay swipe (laughs) and Jay's? Schmate I was. I was, <laughs> but I wasn't really liking the pool of applicants. I admit uh, I went on J what's the one that's free? J Swipe. I went on J Swipe when I lived in New York. Well, there is a willing to convert section, so I, I had I was willing to convert and I was willing am willing to convert, but I was like, I sure like my mom always said like you gotta marry a Jewish guy. See, and I wanna marry a Catholic guy because I want to celebrate Christmas. There you go. But you could. (laughs) So I'll take your pool of dating. Not that. Are you someone who like has to marry a Jewish guy or or what? It's it's kind of some a value that is instilled in a lot of our culture. Yeah. Um, But for me, it's not something I abide by. I just want I just want a great person. I don't care if you're like black, white, purple, Jewish, Catholic. I don't don't care. Christian, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You could have been Ben Higgins' wife. You could have been a Christian. I could have. Jewish couple. Ben Higgins, I'm single. Call me. Same. Same. He'll never call. Um, Yeah. Okay. So so you're single. Great. Yeah. Dating in New York is so fun. So, so, so fun. It's a nightmare. Such a blessing. Um, Okay. I have a couple of random questions. Um, Okay. So when I first met you, you were a blonde. Yes. And then you went brunette. Like what brought you to the dark side? You know, I've always wanted to do it and I've always been too afraid. Okay. And because I was like, what if I don't like it? Like, blah, blah, blah. Right. And it got to the point where I just like hated myself blonde so Did much. you? Okay. Yeah. Interesting. So I just took the plunge. I was like, I like it a lot. It. You've had it for a while. I mean, you've, you've been a brunette for a long time, but we haven't yeah, addressed I this. Yeah, I did it. I did it slowly. So I went, yeah. I just 
I went darker and darker and darker and darker until I went like almost black, which was my favorite, which I'm actually doing this weekend. Oh, you are? Okay. Yeah. It gets, my hair just naturally gets really light in the summer. So I have to just leave it. So do you have to cover, do you, like, do your roots grow in blonde or do they grow yeah. in, okay. It's, it's really, it's, it's really kind bizarre. of different, huh? <laughs> it's really weird. The reverse <laughs> root. I like it that. It really strange when they actually, maybe you can see it now. Oh, you may. Okay. So another quick question as a fellow New Yorker, uh, born in New York, um, what do you like on your bagel? Ooh. Okay, well, I'm a bad Jew. I'm allergic to seafood and shellfish, so I oh, can't do bagel flocks. The worst Jew. I know. Like, I'm no going to be like Jewish mother-in-law's nightmare. Oh, no. <laughs> okay, so that's that's unfortunate. I know. I usually wow. do an everything bagel toasted with scallion cream cheese. That's usually my go-to. That's delicious, though. Yeah. There was this one place in Brooklyn that my family used to go to growing up, and I would get the toasted cinnamon raisin with like heaps of butter, obviously. <laughs> and then, um, just like grape jelly or something was what my dad always brought back from the, ba- the bakery for bagels. But, um, yeah, bagels grape are big jelly with raisin. Yeah. Interesting. I don't know why that was delicious to me. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, if you've never been to New York, bagels are a big thing. And there's like a bagel store on, on every corner. You know. It's more of a lifestyle here. It's, it's a lifestyle, as is, as is brunch. Um, it's my bagel lifestyle. As is brunch. Um, okay, <laughs> another quick question. Uh, the only You might be the only bachelor person besides me who likes hockey. Yes. You yes. love hockey. I love hockey. Um, I, does your future man have to be a hockey fan or a Devils fan? In a perfect world, they would be a Devils fan. Okay. If they can't be a Devils fan, being just a hockey fan is okay, but okay. you can't be a Rangers fan, you can't be a Bruins fan, you can't be a Flyers fan, <laughs> or a Penguins fan. I, I get that. I get that. Do you have season <laughs> tickets? Because you're always at the games. Um, I don't, but the Devils um, and I have a great little friendship. Where you have a partnership. Oh, they let me come to games and it's fantastic. I love that. Have you it's slid great. into any, um, Oh, you're going Thursday. Yeah. The home oh, opener. I, wish, oh. I am like, I'm so excited. I've been, I follow the, well, my team is the Nashville Preds obviously. Mm-hmm. And I follow them and I'm just so sad that, but apparently the rumor on the street is that Seattle is getting a hockey team. Yeah. I and think that would, 2020 yeah. And that would freak me out because if it's, if the games are where I think they're going to be, they are like a two minute walk from my apartment. So Uh-oh. Um, are you going to be like a Seattle bandwagon fan? I mean, I guess so. I hope, <laughs> I hope me and Seattle can create a friendship of some sort, if you know what but I then mean. What so, if, but like, what if Seattle plays Nashville? I don't know. That's going to be, I'm probably going to have to root for the Preds. Like <laughs> I just love the Preds so much, but um, here's my question. Have you slid into a lot of hockey players, I feel, are not single. But have you slid into any DMs? Um, I've had some slide into my DMs, but I have not done the sliding. Um, so... But specifically on the Devils, um, they're all either really, really young because we've got a lot of fresh meat. So like, okay, like like too young, um, <laughs> not legal, or, <laughs> like 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 just able to buy meat, um, or or they're married. So it's a a slim pool for the devils. And I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't say no to dating another one. Like, I mean, Tyler Sagan's like the most gorgeous thing I've ever seen. He's on the Dallas stars, but, um, I don't know how that would work. Like come like playoff season. I don't know. Yeah. That would be, yeah. Yeah. There's, there was one pred pred who's the hottest guy I've ever seen in my life. But of course he's marrying a model. So that totally, oh, that totally makes sense. Yeah, and is totally like, fine. That's no the earth deal. just delivering what it should. Um, it's because he hasn't met you yet. Oh, why. totally what it is. <laughs> exactly. Um, okay. A couple more quick questions. You call yourself a nerd. Um, I know what you nerd out about, but what do you nerd out about for people who don't know? Uh, I am an avid Harry Potter enthusiast. She loves <laughs> Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Harry Potter. I actually, um, there's a video of me like drunk in an Uber singing the Potter Puppet Pal song. <laughs> it's, the, it's the best thing ever. <laughs> Should we do it? No, don't make they, me. You can do it. Do it. Severus 
Snape. Dumbledore. Snape. Snape. <laughs> Severus Snape. No, funny, uh, funny fact, fun fact. Um, my freshman year of college, there was a premiere for one of the Harry Potter movies. I don't remember which one, but I put a pair of like nude hose over. So my nose is really small. Um, it's like, bar- I don't know if anyone has ever looked at a profile of my nose, but it's barely there. And so my, one of my nicknames was Voldemort. Cause no, yeah. Cause he only, he literally only has like nostrils. And when I was born, my mom, uh, said to my grandmother, she doesn't have a nose. They thought, they thought I was just like nostrils and that's it. But anyway, um, I put a pair of hose over my head really, really tight so that my nose was literally like flat. And then I looked like a, you know, just bald, like um, Voldy and wore a cape and I was best dressed for sure. I had this That's little, absolutely fantastic. I'm going to find the photo and send it to you for this podcast. <laughs> it's somewhere on my Facebook. It's very visible, which is unfortunate. Oh, I know what I'm doing later. <laughs> <laughs> it's so unfortunate how visible it is on my Facebook. I need to delete that immediately, but yeah, you love, uh, you love Harry Potter. Harry Potter. I do. I do. I've dressed up, I think for every movie premiere and I've gone to all of them at midnight. That's beautiful. Um, I've read every book cover to cover more times than I can imagine. I'm actually probably going to restart it in the winter. Ooh, my winter. Do it. Yeah. Let's yeah. hibernate together. I have five yes. new books that I need to get to. So yeah. No, let's... I'm in the middle of a George Washington biography right now. Oh, you're such a dork. I love it. Yes. I've always <laughs> known you're a big reader, which makes me very happy. Yeah. I'm a big yeah, reader I'm actually too. in the market for a new bookcase. Everyone. Ooh, a bookcase. I do. I just got bookcase. one. I need to get bookends. It's not official one until you have bookends uh, to me. That's at true. least. Um, okay. Last thing, which is one of my favorite things is just getting to tell the truth about yourself. So what are some misconceptions about you that you would like to kind of clear? Like who is Lacey in real life versus what people have seen of you? I think a lot of people think I'm a crybaby. to be honest. I mean, <laughs> I did, I did cry my entire way through paradise, but Hopefully you listen to this podcast and you understand why I would cry uh, too. If I was dealing with that kind of <laughs> bullshit in my life, I would cry it, every second. My pressure situation. So I do want to make sure everyone knows that I am a strong individual, mm-hmm. um, that I'm learning how to pick up on red flags, learning, we're all Still doing it, it, but I'm learning. We're all learning. Um, and that there's a lot more to my personality than, you know, everybody thinks they know. I know there's like internet haters everywhere and people who want to crap all over you because they think you're one way and you're really, you're not. Nope. And I'm hoping that people just like give it, give it a chance, you know, follow, follow my Twitter. You'll see that I'm just like a huge, stupid nerd. And all I do Your is tweets like, are so like, funny. It's literally, I just, I live tweet Harry Potter and I live tweet the sci-fi You just, you live tweet, you live tweet just like the most random stuff. But I'm always like, yeah, I was just thinking about that too. So random. There's no rhyme or reason for your tweets basically. (laughs) But it's really, it's really refreshing because it doesn't feel like, it's just like what's going through your mind on a random day. (laughs) And I'm like, I'm a real person. Oh, before I forget, the last thing I want to address with you. Do you still work with my cousin? Well, she's not really my um, cousin, but she left the company. Oh, so she did. I still work there, but she works somewhere else. Okay. Yeah. She, well, she's not really my cousin. I, yeah, yeah. I, so basically <laughs> I have a basically cousin in New York city named Sophie. Um, and I had no idea that you guys were working together, but all of a sudden yeah. you were like posting photos with her, her dog. And I was like, Oh my God, wait, what? That's cool. Well, we also went to college together too. What? Yeah. I didn't know her in undergrad, but I knew her fiance. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Were y'all in the same grade? She's a she, year younger than me. I was going to say, yeah, because I'm a year. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Oh my God. Well, I, I meant to ask her about that. I was like, you work with Lacey? <laughs> okay. Well, that's good to know. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. Small world. It's a small world out there. Yeah. Like, especially in, especially in New York. <laughs> oh, when there's, there's should be no small worlds, but everybody knows everybody there, unfortunately. Okay. So where, um, where should everyone follow you? So I am at Lacey M Mark two M's on Instagram and on Twitter. Um, follow along, get to know Do, me. Yeah. I I'm a big advocate for Lacey. She's I think, I think cool. I might surprise some people. I think you will. I think it'll be great. <laughs> um, yeah. And then just like, you don't have to follow Daniel anymore. Just kidding. You should, you should all, <laughs> you well, should actually all here's the Daniel. thing. I'm like, 
I've actually grown so much from so much from that experience. Yeah. I just like, I wish him well. Yeah. Um, I, when his father passed away, my heart dropped into my stomach because I know how much he adored his father. Yeah. I reached out. He said he was doing okay. That's um, good. That was the only, that was the only time we spoke, but I hope he's doing okay. I mean, I'm extending the olive branch if he ever wants to be friends. Like, I'm, a, I'm on board. Look at you. Uh, I'm going to name this podcast. Daniel, do you still want to be friends with Lacey? Because she's down. That's what it's going to be called. And I'll bring you guys back together. But as friends, because that's... As, yeah, it'll, it'll never get past It'll never it. get past that. Okay, so eat your burger that you've been waiting to eat. I'm so sorry. Yes. Um, no, totally fine. It was such a joy to talk to you. And I want to actually catch up with you um, when you're not eating a burger. So go eat. And um, I'll text you in a little bit, okay? You can eat the next one with me. I will, from the pub. Okay, <laughs> okay love ya. Bye. Bye.